Hi, I'm James Wedmore, host of the Mind Your Business podcast, and I've built an eight-figure-year company selling digital products around my knowledge and expertise. In fact, this is what I've been doing in multiple niches for the past 15 years. And if you've ever wanted to do the same, or maybe you're trying, but you can't seem to get any traction, here's how I can help. As you can guess, you need an audience if you want to sell your stuff, right? But what if I told you that you don't need a big audience. You don't need millions of followers to get started. In fact, we see that it's with just your first 100 leads where you really start getting some momentum. I mean, think about it. Imagine that you're on the stage of a room filled with just 100 people in that audience right now. That's a lot of people. You don't think that a few of them would walk up to you after your talk and ask, hey, how can I keep working with you? Of course they would. And that's why I created your first 100 leads. It's a 14 video step-by-step training mini course that walks you through exactly how to get your first 100 leads fast. And the feedback and results from this free program have been amazing. Diane Shepard said, this is one of the best trainings I've ever taken. Jake Curry said, We have had 753 people sign up for this free training. Are you kidding me? Dan Netting said, I'm currently going through the first 100 leads training and James, I gotta say, it's brilliant. This training is A to Z complete and the best part is it's absolutely free. To get instant access, simply click the link in the show notes of this episode. Thanks so much and I'll see you there. G'day guys, Ben here, your host of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. And I just want to add to this, if you want to jump in on James Wedmore's Your First 100 Leads training, while it's still available for free, go to engagevideomarketing.com slash YF100 for your first 100. Engagevideomarketing.com slash YF100. Jump on it and I'll see you there. All right, let's get on with the show. Hey there, video marketing enthusiasts. Welcome to another mind-blowing episode of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. I'm your AI host, Ben Amos, and today we're diving deep into the futuristic world of generative AI video tools. Picture this. You create an AI avatar that looks and talks just like you, and then use it to produce captivating video content. Sounds like sci-fi, right? Well, buckle up because we're bringing this cutting-edge technology straight to your ears with our special guest, Joshua Shu, the founder of HeyGen. Join us as we unravel the secrets behind creating hyper-realistic AI avatars and learn how HeyGen is revolutionizing the video marketing landscape. All right, let's dive in. G'day, my friends, and welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. This is actually the real living, breathing host of the podcast. And if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, then I highly encourage you to watch the opening of this podcast on my YouTube channel at engagevideomarketing.com slash YouTube. And you'll be able to see for yourself the AI avatar version of me that introduced the opening of this show. Let me tell you. It is mind-blowing what is possible with AI today, and I I feel we're only at the tip of the iceberg. It's only just getting started. And so I've been wanting to dive deeper into the use of AI-generated video in video marketing for a while now on this podcast. So I'm excited to dive into today's episode. 
So HeyGen is an AI generative video platform and one of their key features right now with the platform is the ability to generate uh, spokespeople or avatars that you can use in your video marketing and they look and sound like real people. So I wanted to bring the founder of the HeyGen platform onto the show to explore this idea further for you, our listeners today, because I think it's a really exciting space and it's definitely something that us as video marketers need to be watching very closely and paying attention to so that we don't get left behind, but so that we also understand the implications for this sort of technology as we move into the future of video marketing. So a little bit about Josh. Joshua Zhu graduated from Carnegie Mellon University in 2014 and he joined Snapchat uh, since then. And he founded this platform, HeyGen. It used to be called Movio, M-O-V-I-O. Now it's HeyGen, H-E-Y-G-E-N. He founded this in 2020 in December. And their mission at HeyGen is to use AI to reinvent the video creation experience because they believe that visual storytelling equals creativity plus creation and HeyGem have a pretty bold aim to make the creation part of video storytelling cost nothing. Liberating everyone's creativity is the way that they describe it. So this is a very interesting episode and you are going to want to try out HeyGen for yourself. So go to engagevideomarketing.com slash HeyGen, H-E-Y G-E-N and you'll find a link there that will take you straight to try out HeyGen absolutely free for yourself. Okay, let's dive into this episode with Joshua Zhu from HeyGen. Joshua Zhu, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Yeah, hey, nice to meet you, Ben. So in my introduction there, I explained a little bit about HeyGen and what the platform does and a little bit about yourself, but I'm interested to hear from you, you know, what's your backstory? What got you into AI and, and the technology that you work with today and, and video? Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, so I, I, I've been always passionate about AI. So I did my master's degree, you know, in Carnegie Mellon back in robotics, like figuring out, you know, building the intelligence for robot. And once I graduated in 2024, so sorry, uh, 20, um, uh, 2014. So basically I joined Snapchat as a pretty early employee there and I worked there for about six to seven years. Pretty much, I be, I get a chance to work on a lot of different interesting stuff, like say building out the you know advertising system, um, figuring out the optimization algorithm for our ads, building out the recommendation engine, and also I get exposed to work on a lot of the AI enabled camera experience at Snap as well. So yeah, that that has been um, you know something that I have been passionate for you know more than ten years, and recently I think probably starting pr- around like three years ago, we just felt feel that, you know, the AI can actually start to create content. And that got me even more exciting. That's why we found the company, um, specifically work on that problem, use AI to create content for people. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely an interesting space that for many people probably haven't really paid much attention to artificial intelligence. It's been something of a, of a technology that you kind of know what it is, for the last number of years, you kind of have heard about it before. It's something that's talked about, something that's coming, something's being used in like, you know, scientific laboratories and robotics and things like that that you talk about. But really over the last, I would say one year, really, I think it's become, I mean, obviously we can talk about chat GPT and things like that, that have brought it into the mainstream uh, language. But, you know, AI is something that 
in the last 12 months has just really become, I think, a viable tool um, in content creation, in marketing, in, in language processing, in everything. So from your perspective, who's been working with this for 10 years or so, what is it recently that's led to AI as being something that's a genuine use case in business? Yeah, sure. I think the biggest thing, I would say the reason rising of ChatGPT, like you said, it brought it to, it got brought to the mainstream and people start knowing that, oh, AI can do, actually do this uh, powerful things for us. I think that has been huge. I think pretty much like, like even for myself, I use ChatGPT to a lot of the, do a lot of the copywriting, like not only for marketing, but also sometimes for internal communication as well. It has been great. You know, I think on the other end of it, I think the stuff we are particularly care about is the visual content creation, right? So if you look back, I think, um, so mid journey or stable division can actually start to create, you know, some very realistic image right now and help, help people to do, you know, the marketing imaging or the or poster and stuff like that. I think what has been really changed in my opinion in the in the whole generative AI space in the past few years, one was that, you know, uh, I'm not sure if you remember in back in 2018, you know, Snapchat released the first version of the more generative model can actually turn a user into a baby face or Disney style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually, yeah. So that actually was the very first model in my opinion can prove that AI can create something doesn't exist in the world before, right? So that really proved the capacity of the AI, what it, what it can do. And, you know, in late, in early 2021, I, I, I remember the time that OpenAI released Dali so they can actually use AI to create the image. And the recent raising of the ChatGPT thing, combining all together, it really makes like creating a video or generating a video possible in the space. Yeah, it's interesting when we think back to early Snapchat filters and so on that really took the just the general, you know, culture by by storm at the time because it was doing things that other um just I guess like Instagram filters, right? It was doing things that just seemed yeah. impossible and it yeah. most users probably didn't understand it was because of the development of AI generative technology behind the scenes that was making these fun little filters so realistic and and possible mm -hmm. and then obviously as you say that builds upon the technology just gets better and and so on and so forth um i'm interested from your perspective mm -hmm. what's the benefit when you're developing technology like this to to turn it into fun filters and things that just the general public use without knowing that they're using ai is there is there some kind of thinking behind let's make something fun so that people actually use it is that kind of like training the AI? Is that part of, I'm just, I, I don't really understand this space anywhere near you, like you do. So I'm interested. What, what's, what's the thinking there? Yeah, I think is yeah, great question. So like I've been a really a hacker style engineer in the past 10 years for myself. I really enjoy building new stuff, hacking new stuff. So I think as an engineer or a hacker, you always enjoy, you build something, get used by someone else. You know, even that you build a toy is, is being played with by some kids, right? I think AI is especially magical, I w in my opinion, because most of the people, they don't understand or they, they don't need to understand this is AI, but it actually has a technology that can show off the magic. 
in my opinion, especially on the content creation space, if we build something that's interesting for people to use, I think other than fulfilling the, you know, the desire to see people actually using it, I think there's another aspect of it is that you will see great creativity come out of, come out from this create technology, you know? Yeah. So we have been always, you know, very, very curious, like looking at what people will do with it. Basically the way we provide the technologies, you are providing a tool, right? But many different people will have a different use case, different user will they have different creativity. They want to turn that into actual visual content. I think that part of it really, you know, is fascinating. Yeah, yeah it is fascinating. And I think, um, you know, AI is going to, as we move forward, be, be underneath kind of this layer underneath so much of what we do without even realizing that we're using it. And it already is in, yeah. in many cases when we think about social media algorithms and, and things like that are, are all run on, on artificial intelligence models, right? But um, yeah. um, for the listener who, you know, is, is maybe has heard about AI generative video, you know, or video generation through artificial intelligence, which is what Hey Gen, which we'll talk about your platform in a moment, is is really all about. How would you describe to someone who is completely untechnical, what is AI video gener generation or generative video? Hmm. I, I have a short answer. Basically, you could imagine uh, the short answer would be like this. Uh, you have a dedicated assistant. He always sits next to you. And then you can tell him, tell him that what you want to make, what are the content, what is your creative ideas. And then that assistant will help you to fulfill the idea and bring the video in front of you. That is the proper short answer on it. I think the longer answer, I would say AI video, there's really two aspects from it. If we look at the video content today. So the first content, the first type of content is something coming out of the camera. We use a camera to film the footage. And then later on, we will have some editing stuff add on top of it, right? So we have some, you know, animated sticker or image background, image asset, video background or transition and stuff like that. And those are the two elements of content in the video today. So um, if we look at on this angle, AI can actually create both of aspects. You know, they, it can not only like creating the asset as an image or video, it can also create something that, you know, we record from the camera so that we don't have to do the camera filming again. So that's sort of like, yeah, my answer to it. Yeah. And the other aspect as well that AI can generate is the, is the audio, right? The sound as well, Yeah, which is, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, you know, and as technologies got better, it, it starts to become more possible, right? Um, yeah. I guess the question would be like, and it's still early days. I think we, I think anyone who's using this sort of technology understands that, you know, everything moves at a really fast pace and, and the technology gets better and it improves its ability to create um, this, these sorts of frames of video and so on. But, you know, why, why do you think it's better for businesses in some cases to use AI or generative video rather than, real video. Hmm. So I, I would put it this way. So I think we real video is definitely great. You know, I think the problem is not at the real, the, at, the, at the real video itself. The problem is that most of the people or business, 
they don't have enough time or budget to produce that many of good quality of real videos. I, I guess the problem is at the efficiency and the cost. So, and that's why AI can help because it fundamentally is not trying to create something, you know, different from the real video. That's something we want to approach to, right? I think that the AI's role is actually pretty much like reducing the cost to bring the possibility that people can create more videos. Yeah. The way I see it is um, the demand for, for businesses to create video content is continuing to increase, you know, to, to be on multiple platforms with multiple videos, multiple messages, perhaps even, you know, targeted at multiple different audiences with different messaging in it. So it can be very yeah. overwhelming, which means most businesses don't do enough. They don't take enough action. And I think mm -hmm. using AI tools like HeyGen and using them well, for the purpose that they're designed for isn't going to take away from the produced videos where they, they have a place and an important place in a marketing strategy. Um, but it, it empowers that person to do more and to do, um, and to do more kind of versions of, of the same content as well. So I think, yeah, again, still early days. And I think, you know, as the quality improves, it will become much more of a viable uh, tool for many businesses. But, you know, I think it just expands the possibilities for people. Definitely. Yeah. So you, you guys um, at HeyGen, or maybe it's just you, Joshua, um, you, you talk about the idea of visual storytelling as being, I think, um, this combination of creativity and creation, right? So yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what makes up visual storytelling and, and your, your mission, um, and that's in your bio as well is is to actually take the, make the act of creation cost nothing to remove yeah. the, any restrictions or any barriers to creating so that people can, I guess, focus on the creativity. So it, that sounds like a pretty bold claim, right? The idea of making creation cost nothing. Can you talk to me yeah. about that? What's the thought process behind that? Hmm. Yeah, so I, I think a, a bigger, you know, if, if you look back like 10 years ago, right? So pretty much, I think, uh, so probably more than 10 years ago, you know, when mobile internet is not a thing at, during that time, really, you know, there's a really small amount of people can actually create good quality of content. And at, during that time, you have to have, a, you know, a DV, um, a device or a professional camera. But once the mobile cameras, you know, get invented and a lot of a mobile app get invented, so we can see that almost everybody can start to create, you know, very high quality content um, using the mobile camera, right? So as far as I see, the AI generation technology is as big uh, as the invention of the mobile camera because it can bring down the creation cost even lower. So yeah, just imagine a day, um, me myself also runs the video marketing and marketing team in my company. We, we are still, you know, we were in a place that we spent only 20% of the time thinking about what should be our video strategy. By the way, Ben, I enjoy, you know, listening to your video strategy podcast a lot, but we still, you know, we, we can only spend 20% of the time thinking about the strategy, but almost then spend 80% of the time actually making the video, right? So it doesn't quite make sense to me. The ideal cases should be that, you know, we actually spend 80% of the time thinking about what needs, what need, what video needs to be made and what is our strategy 
and they only spend 20% of time making it and tuning, like you said, having multiple versions, having a lot of idea get tested out. So that really is the you know vision that drive us to build a video engine for the business. Ultimately, I think our vision for the company is to build a video engine for everybody so that every time you have a new ideas, you can use video to visualize that and that can communicate better. As a first step, we want to build a video engine for business. And that's what we have been taking action in the past like few years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many parallels in history, right? Of, of things that new, new technologies, new tools that, that came into common use that made things easier, that made things faster, that made things cheaper, that at the time that they were released, the existing, you know, ways of doing things were like, felt like they were a threat, you know, um, you yep. think about the printing press, you think about, you know, that, that made, you know, books into the hands of everyone. You think about the, you know, horse and cart and then the, the car, you know, the motor car coming through and, and then you, yep. you think about the, the rise of, um, you know, cheap content creation with smartphones and, you know, that hasn't put, the reality is that hasn't put professional video producers out of work. In fact, yeah. as more, you know, content's being created, there's more and more videographers, video producers, you know, coming to market. There's more demand for those professional yeah. producers. And I think AI video generation is the same sort of thing. It's not going to, it's not going to, uh, you know, cause a threat to professional video producers. In fact, those that embrace it will actually find that they can do their job better, faster and cheaper. Right. Yeah. 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 I, th I think it's an exciting space. So, yeah, I think uh, we, we should just imagine like the AI or the new technology as a tool, it's a new tool. Like, um, I'm not that type of, you know, the, you know, super bullish on the AGI thing, but I think at least for now, we should always uh, consider AI as a tool that help us to do our job better. And like, if that is, 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 can be done in a better way, and then we can just like, um, express our creativity in a much more efficient way and better way. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about your platform. So HeyGen um, is is your tool, is your your software uh, that mm -hmm. that you and your and the team developed. So tell me, for people that haven't come across it before, what does it do exactly? Sure, sure. Yeah, we we can imagine that HeyGen is the tool that enable the video marketing for every business. So pretty much I think the vision we want to achieve is that to turning that 20 and 80% the other way around so that people can um, put more time to actually thinking about what was the video strategy, right? So uh, we actually started with, um, basically we want to build a video engine for the entire business. So every time you need to create something for video marketing, sure, we should come to HeyGen and that's an easy way to make it a video. And we started with creating a spokesperson video. Um, basically, so for example, if I'm recording a product tutorial or product release or promotional video for my company or for my service, I don't have to show up in the camera again. I could have my avatar as an AI spokesperson that you can just use text or audio to drive it and it can speak more than 40 different languages. So in that way, we help to reduce a lot of the cost of content creation and people can actually be unlocked to do a lot more video marketing content. Yeah. In the different social platform. Yeah. 
So, you know, just to add to that, um, so I've been playing around a little bit with HeyGen very early, um, but for listeners who are interested, you know, I definitely recommend you go and check it out and just have a play as well. You can jump in for free uh, and, uh, you know, yep. have a little try of the software and see what it does. Um, but basically, you know, currently anyway, and I know there's big, bigger plans for HeyGen, um, currently it's, it's really about creating talking head style videos that can be used in, in marketing and in business. But instead of the talking head being a real human, it's, it's using artificial intelligence and, and generative video to create that, that avatar, that, that talking person on the screen. And, um, and I think one of the interesting things is that you can actually, you know, create an avatar that, that looks and sounds like, like you which is, yeah. is really interesting and uh, raises a whole bunch of questions as well. But um, so that's, you know, that's the kind of thing. So can you tell me, like, for the people that are early adopters of HeyGen, what sort of things are they doing? What, what sort of videos? I mean, obviously it's very wide and varied, but what sort of content's being created on HeyGen right now? Yeah, so they really probably... Definitely, we we are we build a horizontal horizontal too. There's a lot of like you know uh, different use cases. So I can name a few of them. Like first of all, there's a lot of customer making product tutorial videos. Basically, usually we will see you know um uh, there's some company have a brand ambassador sitting in front of the camera to make those type of video and do the screen recording. And right now, what you can do with the agents that pretty much you upload the screen recording and then we will have the avatars to be there for you. And if if you guys check out on our uh, YouTube channel, there's a one playlist that's created entire with my avatar and my AI voice. So we we just like put on some of the uh, visual elements on it and the product tutorials done. And there's also a lot of use case around creating the personalized video messaging. Like for example, uh, when we want to do the email outreach or like sending out, you know, a lot of the um, uh, sell, sales reach out email or messaging, right? We can use the AI tools to create a lot of like the, you know, uh, different personalized video for different customers. And there's also a bunch of use case around uh, building up some internal content, like for example, learning and development, onboarding, um, internal training and stuff like that. Yeah, there's really a lot of like happening inside the platform. People are making use of it to fulfill some different kinds of video marketing or video messaging purpose. So what do you see as as the benefit um, to using avatar kind of presentation on camera, which is not a real human and, you know, many viewers will recognize it's not a real human, at least at, at, at the way that the technology is now. But it adds a human element, right, to to the content. Um, so what do you believe is the benefit to using, uh, you know, AI avatars to present information rather than AI just voiceover or even just a regular voiceover, which is easier to produce than than uh, video content, you know? So what's the, what's the benefits? Definitely. I guess the question would be, I, I would try to ask a different way, like for even for ourselves, right? So we are basically doing the interview right now. Like what's the benefit of having both you and I actually show up, show up in front of the camera, uh, having a visual face of ourselves, because that actually creates a better, you know, engagement between the content and the user. 
Like that's for sure. But yeah. I think the other question is that whether this quality of the content is good enough for people to actually recognize that is is this you know you know artificial or it is the real content, right? I think that's another question because that's something we are trying to solve, and really we have been putting a lot of effort on that. But I would say. In a way that you know, if we can present the real human in front of an audience and customers, that really create a lot of that connection and fill the bridge between the uh, content and customers. Yeah, and we have seen a lot. You know,、um, we are comparing a lot of campaign or experiment before, just comparing by using the voice over only versus the voice over plus the avatar. You you know the other one always perform better in terms of engagement or click through rate and and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 because people people interact with people differently, right? And yeah, yeah, you know, to to echo what you said there around the the quality of of the avatars that are that the your AI is generating in HeyGen, that was that was one of the things that just blew me away when I first saw that. Now, obviously, when you when you are looking at it and you are kind of knowing what you are looking at, then you, I think at, at least at this stage, it's It does appear to be AI, but in the right context of a of a piece of content, many users, I think, even with the the technology you guys are working with right now, is is incredible. Like it, it is often very difficult to tell、um, that it's not a real person, and、mm-hmm. I believe that's probably going to get better very quickly. It, would that be right? Like, as far as you know, in the way that things are developing and the technology is improving,、um, I think that the few things that maybe are holding it back from, you know, full realism, it, it's probably not too long until that is overcome. Would that be correct? Yeah, definitely. So you you can imagine the way we have done some a lot of tests before.、Um, like, if you are a Like a person that doesn't know about this technology before, and I show, I just present two contents. One's real, the other one's not real,、uh, or created by AI, right? So, our from our previous tests, right, is that ninety percent of people really cannot tell whether、yeah. which one is actually making from the AI. That's first, and secondly, I do agree that you know, every time when the technology. Gets mutual in the business. The last five percent problem is always super hard to solve. Yeah, even yeah, we have been working really hard on it. And some of it is that how to how do we? It's a question about how do we design the product in a way we can hide the limit on the technology, but actually you know expose the advantage of using that and create value for our customers. Those would be the question I think have been you know、uh, top issues that we'll be working on the team. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting to see where where this technology is going to go as it improves, and I'm sure it will improve very quickly as well. But I I also just want to to say again just how blown away I am by the quality that it's to, that it is right now is like very very usable right now, no doubt.、Um, I think you know when we think about this idea of creating avatars that have a likeness to a to a real person. So. You know, you've created avatar an avatar that you use in videos for HeyGen,、um, and the team at HeyGen are currently putting together an avatar that is my likeness as well and trained on、yeah. my and my image and my voice.、Um, so we haven't seen it yet, but I'll I'll share with my audience as well when we when we see that. But you know, obviously, 
there's a lot of benefits to that sort of technology to scale up content creation. But it does raise some questions, right? So I think we, we have to address the idea of the idea of that effectively that avatar of myself, I can type words into, into Hey Jen and get it to say something that I've never said. Um, so how, how does Hey Jen get around that idea or, or not get around? How do you think about that idea of, of potential ethics and ownership and so on of these avatars likeness? Yeah, definitely. So um, it has been a, um, a top one of the top questions that we have been like uh, thinking about every day. So like part of it, I think so. First of all, the ethics or ownership problem is super important. Like even for um, our company internally, have been taking really care of it. So I think we have some strict policy uh, in inside our company. For example, let's say we create Alpha for you, Ben. So um, we will make sure none of our employee can actually get access to your avatar, even for our internal employee, unless we get your authorization. That's first. And second, we make sure we build a lot of like security and data privacy policy around of it. And and the third one would be mainly, you know, every time we want to get the, um, before start making the avatar, we will make sure we always get the uh, user consent to make sure it is himself that he wanted to create this avatar. Yeah, th th there were a lot of stuff that needs to be done in this space. Um, yeah, I, I, I would say we are still, you know, working on it. And I, meanwhile, I think the, you know, general generative AI does raise a lot of question about, you know, the access ownership or, or issues around the ethics, you know? Yeah, I think it, I, I'm personally optimistic about the future because I believe the, you know, the regulatory department will make sure it, it get regulated. And meanwhile, as a, you know, as a company that has the, most advanced technology will make sure we can serve a great example to leading that industry standard, making sure we can actually protect our user data yeah, and ownership. Yeah. Thank you for responding to that question. I know it's, it is a tricky one and it's definitely, you know, this whole, this whole space of artificial intelligence is moving so fast that I know companies that are trying to stay ahead of, of the mm -hmm. technology and, and genuinely provide valuable, uh, you know, resources and tools and and software and so on for for users uh are also moving very fast with this as well so you know i think it's it's an interesting space there's no clear answer right um i think yeah from my perspective it's it's as much on the on the individual on the user to understand the 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 situation the ethics the uh the potential rather than, um, you know, the, the companies to be hundred percent responsible for that as well. So, uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. So watch this space. Um, I'm interested just as we wrap up here, Joshua, it, you've talked and you've hinted a little bit about, you know, the future for HeyGen as being the complete solution, um, for, for marketing content for, for businesses. So what's, What's next? What are the next things that we pretend? I don't, you probably can't talk about it all, right? But, you know, where are you going yeah. with HeyGen and, and what sorts of things do you think we'll be able to do with your platform moving forward? Sure, sure, yeah. So, like I mentioned in, earlier, the ultimate goal for the platform is to get evolved into a video engine for everyone or for business, right? So, right now, we can think about the, the angle like this way. 
So the spokesperson or the avatar video is like the A-roll of the content. And then we haven't been able to add a lot of B-roll elements to it yet. So, but it's coming very soon in the next one or two quarters that we are adding a lot more generative capacity to generate those B-roll elements. For example, video background, image asset, animation, um, sticker and stuff like that. Making sure we can, on one hand, we can provide the end-to-end -end video generation experience, not only the avatar, but also other elements. On the other hand is that people can actually finish a lot of uh, most of the work on HeyGen by not needing to go to some other software to edit it again. So I think that's probably will happen in short term. In the long run, we will be able to, you know, I think we, we envision a future where the product can take the idea or creativity from the user or from a business, then we immediately turn that into video. That would be probably something we'd work towards in the long run. Yeah. Well, it's very interesting. It'd be interesting to see where it goes. Um, thank you for, for sharing a bit more. But just in, in closing here, Joshua, if people are interested and they're intrigued and they haven't yet played with HeyGen, you know, can you tell me a little bit about how people can, can get started? You do have a free option for people to, to dive in and then there are some paid options as well. Can you talk to me about how people can get started with HeyGen? Sure, sure. The easiest way is definitely go to our website, www.hygen.com, and we provide freemium. So every new customer can actually enjoy uh, one minute of free usage on the platform to give it a try how you like about it. And then if your usage is more than that, uh, we provide pay options as well. And also, I think we, we have been very active on our social platform as well, especially on YouTube. I recently published a new YouTube playlist. Like I mentioned, it's the product tutorial content that made with my avatar. Definitely give it, uh, check it out and see if you want to build something for your business as well. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll have all the links uh, to Hey Jen and the YouTube channel and that YouTube playlist in the show notes for this episode at engagevideomarketing.com slash 272. So this is episode 272, so slash 272. Joshua Zhu from Hey Jen, thanks for joining me on the show here today. And uh, yeah, this is a really interesting space that I think everyone in the world of video marketing is going to be paying close attention to over the next... Um, of the next foreseeable future so thanks for joining yeah. me. thank you ben thanks for having me thanks again to josh Zhu from HeyGen for joining me on this episode and for exploring this world of generative ai and video and what it means for the world of video marketing and i hope it's kind of prompted a whole bunch of questions for you because i think you should be questioning this sort of uh, technology you should be questioning and embracing it and i feel that as video marketers moving forward into the future uh, where AI is going to be a critical part of how we do business and how we generate marketing and content, I think we need to be embracing and understanding it as much as we can right now. So I do encourage you to give HeyGen a try, experience it for yourself. Go to engagevideomarketing.com slash HeyGen, H-E-Y-G-E-N. That's the best place to go and that's an affiliate link just fully upfront about that. So if you do end up using any of the paid features of HeyGen, I'll get a little, um, a little piece of that back as a thank you so i thank you for using that affiliate link engagevideomarketing.com slash heygen and let me know how you go um, tag me in a post i would love to see if you've been exploring and using heygen for yourself 
So thanks again for joining me for this episode of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. I'm excited to to learn more about the world of AI and video and I guarantee we'll be bringing more episodes about this topic to you very soon in the podcast. But for now, thanks for joining me. Leave a rating, a review, hit subscribe, follow this show on, on your podcast player of choice and head on over to YouTube and, and subscribe there as well. I can't wait to be back with you next week for another episode of the podcast. And until then, I'm Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing and it's my role to help you engage your ideal audience to action through effective video marketing. Bye for now.